0: Can move Javante Davis Living young, got room for patience This a dope podcast, it ain't drugs When we move the bases Houston, we got a problem Taking off like the Rockets This a three-man weed Coming at you with topics they the you with logic Baby, showtime's back You slow, catch up You're on a 4 now flat It's imperative Transitioning from changing the narrative You can catch this wave From the Marlins to the Mariners Doing things you can't believe It's the three-man weed come at you with topics no you cannot stop it doing things you can't believe it's the three man week we come at you with topics no you cannot stop it you what's going on people how y'all doing out there you already know who it is it's your boy hill and Hill going here regardless baby this is episode 104. Three Man We and it's the draft show edition. cool baby. you know the moment we've been waiting for. Moment we've been waiting for. Who
1: who, who on here though? Who, who I got with me though? You already know. You got your boy Cannon with you as always. Red skin. Ooh, y'all thought it was Washington mm-hmm. fan. Extraordinary. And did Snyder just buy out everybody?
2: <laughs> that's funny. That's, all, all smooth. No, that's, that's, that's a move. I mean, yeah, that's power that's right scary. there. But I mean, you already know who it is. PTO, Poppy, AJ. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we back. I know y'all missed me. Uh so who else we got? Should I should, should I bring our guest on right now? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on.
1: Okay, okay.
2: My you bad Call a back. You got you know be, you can yeah, you, gotta yeah, yeah,
1: gotta yeah, you know right. you can
0: catch us on all <laughs> major podcast platforms, three man we instagram twitter three man we underscore you can email us at weave at gmail.com now aj i think oh, we got shit. some guests waiting on okay us. okay
2: yeah let's go ahead and bring in my guys what's okay. happening
0: okay. what's going on guys what's,
2: what's going up, on fellas what's going on
0: now
3: you as y'all saw
0: we introduced ourselves i all go ahead and introduce yourselves
3: I'll go first. I'm uh, Franz Falco, uh, member of JDF Sports, uh, mm-hmm. host of Four Corners, mm-hmm. uh, the pro wrestling show. Occasional guest on the Fitz Lounge, okay. and on podcast Slick Back Kickback Report. Mm. Uh, yeah, the man of all trades at JDF Sports. So uh, thank you guys so much for having me. Really, it's going to be a lot of fun. Easily. Easily yeah. the hardest
0: working man over there, J T. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> appreciate it. it.
3: Appreciate he, it. He
0: he he just got me tired
4: listening to him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> I, listen, I don't have I don't have the repertoire that he's got. I'm the fog from objectively biased sports. I have the objectively biased sports podcast, and I'm also featured on Fourth Quarter Core, which is a strictly
1: football podcast. So, thank you guys for having me. Yeah. Thank you guys for joining. Um, one it's an honor you guys always have been supportive in our group we try to show support back where support is shown so um it's an honor to have you guys on um it's draft edition and we're excited
0: yeah the draft did we want to get you know a different perspective because as you know three man we but we got our own personal you know group chat and me aj can we go back back and forth different philosophies different players or what we think what team should do and you know the more and more that we talk, the more and more our audiologies, you know, start to coincide, you know, it's now it's time to get some outside perspective. Mm-hmm. You know? Matter so that, I think we could do that.
2: Hope ho, yeah, Y'all keep going. I, got, I gotta I got do something real quick. Y'all just keep going and, and take care of everything. I'll be right back. Okay. Alright, we right. well, while he's gone... That just made me nervous real quick. That made everybody... That's a whole
4: audible... That's, that's a whole that, audience. Yeah, <laughs> but, t- but that's
1: typical AJ. We, we
4: <laughs> <laughs> he, did, well, he just shot it out. He was like, Omaha, Omaha.
0: I'm a little worried. I'm not gonna lie. I, well, I gotta well, see
3: what's going on. I gotta
0: prepare. <laughs> well, while he's gone, we had a supporter question. It was a fact to cap. Mm-hmm. Fact to cap, if you all know, you know, it's like true or false. Fact to cap. Is this the craziest? If this is if this offseason not the craziest in NFL history. That's for my guy, Reef. You know, from best of the best fantasy league, there's no crying in um, fantasy. I got Reef, Once again, let me say it again. Is this all season not the craziest in NFL history? Hmm. Somebody take it away. I got to really
3: think about that.
4: I, I would say yes. I would say yes. I think it is the craziest because of all the variables that we got going on with COVID We've got an off season where we there are college football players that are going to go between rounds two and four that are going to wind up being absolute superstars that nobody saw coming
5: Mm
4: -hmm. Um, on top Mm -hmm. of the off seasons and and what we've seen, the lack of preparation for uh, NFL teams. When you think about it, it takes about a
0: year. <laughs> we knew, something. We, and, and we didn't know I'd, what he was going to do. Had a yeah,
2: I had a feeling. Feel like you it. ain't just be, ain't just gonna come in my house <laughs> rapping.
0: <laughs> we ain't gonna have that. Go ahead, I, mean, I, had, I, had, to rap it. I had to rap now, it. Now, this uh. let you further know if this is not the craziest <laughs> off season that we not have <laughs> hey, AJ, while you was going, we had to support a question from my guy Reed. He said, "Is this not the craziest off season in NFL history?"
2: You know
1: what's uh,
2: funny? I would say maybe not the craziest, but you know, because I think some of the hype has been more so just kind of like headlines and we really kind of got let down. Yeah, we saw some quarterbacks moving, but yeah, I think it was kind of, to me, I feel it like time. it was still, a, yeah, was yeah but I still feel like it was a lot to be desired in my eyes to be quite honest.
1: And I kind of agree with you, AJ. I don't think I I was leaning towards that, but Fogg had a good point, and I'm going to come back to that. But I don't think it's the craziest because we've seen some off-seasons. I think a lot of times we become prisoner of the moment. If you mm-hmm. think back maybe seven, eight years ago, we've seen some off season where there's been some big money flying around, um, people getting overpaid too. So we've, we've seen some crazy things. Um, also seen big players um, in their prime go places and maybe get injured before. So um, – you know, and then career take a turn. We've seen crazy off seasons. But I think when you add in the factor that, that the fog brought up about the, the the college football season that we just saw yeah. was one of the craziest. Um, one of the better players in the draft, and I'm not gonna say his name because we're gonna get to that in a minute, didn't mm-hmm. even play last year. Um, you know, opted out, in my opinion, I, I think one of the better players. So it's like you know, we we are coming in with question mark after question mark after question mark. So when you put it in that sense, it can't. This can be one of the craziest off seasons because even from the rookies last year, they never still even had an OTA. They never had a proper NFL onboarding. So this is going to be a rare off season in that sense. If you can get people into the building, if we get a this COVID thing starts to die down, get enough people into the building, you're gonna have like. Uh, a rookie class A and a rookie class B kind of um, trying to bring both of them on board seriously.
2: I, and so I, I think it's because I'm a little bit biased because I i don't want to speak too soon just because with the way that the salary, salary cap took a hit for this upcoming season and what's supposed to happen next season, possibly with those new TV deals, I'm kind of just being a little bit reserved because I think next season might be a little bit crazy when they start throwing around a whole bunch of money they're able to uh balloon basically balloon this salary cap up mm-hmm. and who knows what happens there's a lot of guys who took some short-term deals so they can get back onto the market for next season and i think there's going to be a lot of teams that you know are going to try and just be hey we are going to go for it next year you know what i mean and so i think more so of i'm holding out my I'm holding my reservations until next season, so I think that's why I'm saying it's not that crazy, uh, because I think next year, you know, I don't want to I don't want to be the, like one of those draft analysts, like oh, this is a generational talent in this draft, and then next season they call someone else a generational talent at the same position. I like you I know? feel like that's every year with that too. exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly. So I don't want to go in. I don't want to go into you know this offseason saying oh this is one of the craziest offseasons we've seen. And then next year I come on here again. Oh, this is the craziest offseason we've seen. No, nah, well, I, I don't want to be that crazy. I would well, say
3: last year too. I mean, yeah. like when, when COVID like first came about and everything, like these rookies were just throwing in no OTAs or whatever, the draft wasn't even in person and no preseason or whatever. That I should say that. And also I think it was 2010, the lockout. Mm-hmm. I would say the lockout offseason yeah. too, because there was yeah. literally not they just had two weeks. All right, mm-hmm. sign your players, yeah. try this out. Let's let's go. That's I would say those two more. And like you said, AJ, probably next year would be
0: and the no be cap.
1: Remember the the uncapped
0: uncapped year. But when that. have we when have we seen this much quarterback movement?
2: We have not. Yeah, a long but, time. But but the we Asian also just but we also just watched Tom Brady make a move last year, and I think regardless of how but many, that, mo- by how many moved, I think that was a big move.
0: The thing about Tom Brady moving, we've seen that happen before. We've seen a legend go to another team at the end of his career. That that was you know, that was not new. It was, su- I mean, it was surprising because we just thought he was going to be a lifer, but that wasn't new. Josh what about ha- how often have we seen quarterback for quarterback trades? How often have we seen first round quarterbacks get traded? Yeah,
1: quarterback for quarterback. You know, trade. getting That's...
0: traded without without fulfilling their first round contract. Like, how often have we seen that?
5: Josh Wilson
0: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: He's trash. I forgot, like, he, I forgot he was a corn. to be honest. You, yeah. You know what the problem is? We like and and, uh, you guys have all reiterated. um, We're prisoners at a moment. Mm -hmm. And at the current moment, everybody is desiring that next quarterback. Um, D, what you just said about uh, Tom Brady. Do you do you guys do understand the expectation at this point from a quarterback moving to another team, a veteran quarter. If Aaron Rodgers were to up, uh, pick up and go to, let's say, the Vegas Raiders, the expectation at Super that Bowl. point is going to be, yeah. oh, they got to win a Super Bowl now,
5: mm-hmm. which
4: no. is it's in a nominal situation. But because we are such prisoners at the moment, yeah, that are. is going to be the brand new expectation.
0: Mm-hmm. So I, mean, I I understand that. I understand the expectation aspect of it. But even that, let's even if for your for your example, if Aaron Rodgers leave, we seen the legend before him leave. We seen the Brett Favre leave before, you know, leave. So it's like that's a a reoccurring thing for that franchise. It's not a surprise. But how often do we see quarterbacks, per, I mean, per something in their prime, being traded? Heads up, how often do we see that? You
4: know.
0: What well, you again, this
4: well, is good. This is don't. a different Evan. This is different NFL. Yeah. Hey, Financially, um, passing wise, yeah. at this at this point, you've got three years to show what you're going to That's be, it. and if you're not going to be what they expect you to be in those
2: three years your ass is gonna walk
3: and Donald, i do oh yeah. example and,
2: right and, there and I, and I was and that's why i brought that's why i kind of brought up josh rosen because i think that ended up starting a trend with these first round quarterbacks correct where correct. they're like okay after, after after we get this out if you haven't really shown us that you gotta show we can't them. that we can't like that we can't necessarily buy into you for the future we'll move on from you we'll get a third round pick. We'll get a fourth round pick. We'll get something because if you haven't if you haven't lived up to what your expectations were coming in at, especially as like a top 10 pick, you're probably going to be picking at the bottom like at the at the beginning of the draft anyway. So, what are what is everyone getting at the beginning of the drafts? Quarterbacks. So, if you haven't shown and there's a quarterback that is showing promise that we can bring in, of course, man, your ass is out of town, baby.
1: And because we're moving. They're moving so early, like you said, Hill. Um, they're moving early on in their careers. And what have we always said on this podcast is that sometimes when you get these rookie quarterbacks in, these coaches have been stubborn. They have mm-hmm. refused to play these guys to their strengths. They have tried to ingratiate them into their way of doing it, even if you know that that's their weakness. like, it's the NFL, get with it or get gone. And so now there's there's room for other coaches, other GMs to say, hey, we could bring this guy in and play to their strengths. And I think that's why we're seeing that now. Analytics is another big reason of why they feel like eh, maybe it wasn't just all him. Maybe it's some of the bad play calling it's the bad situations that they that they were put in maybe it's a bad defense and a bad bunch of other things we got skill players over here maybe we can get them in maybe we can make them work um and i think there's still some young guys who haven't had a fair shake you know maybe to the to the you know current state of their organization so i'm kind of excited about the qb movement that we've had um and that we're going to get to see this upcoming year um so you know, uh,
0: but let's dive into this. I got Eric Hughes. He is a Jacksonville Jaguars fan who who they had the first overall pick. Yes, so let's, let's talk about the first pick. Everyone says I'm crazy because I don't like Trevor Lawrence with the first pick. I understand why they have to take him, but I don't think he would be good in the NFL. Well, who would
1: he prefer? Tell us who he would prefer. Yeah, he's the fan.
2: So while we're waiting for his response, I i kind of understand what he's saying necessarily where it's i off. i don't
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but so I, I also like like he said like he said unless you're break blake boils i think he may be a little bit scorn yeah. from you know I probably, having, probably is. <laughs> ha, ha, having a high pick and, and taking a quarterback and he he didn't pan out at all okay veteran qb i understand what you're saying eric where you maybe want a veteran qb but, but as far as but exa- exactly and, yeah, and as, far, as far as value at number one yeah you can trade out of that pick and get tons of picks but if you feel like y'all gonna blow the the number one overall pick for a guy that people believe can't miss when you trade back it's only gonna get a lot harder because you have to do a lot more scouting yeah. so i guarantee you if you pick trevor lawrence you will get a lot less scrutiny. If you trade back and then you pick someone else and then they bust. And then Trevor Lawrence
3: does well on the other it, team at number one.
2: Every, every, everybody's losing their job. Everybody's losing their job. And so, and, and you know, I understand, you know, history has shown us there's a lot of quarterbacks that once you get over about 6'4", six, 6'5", six, it doesn't really work in the NFL just with your drop and your timing your steps take so long and all of that shit. But... What like you have to get a coach in who realizes okay, Andrew, we need we we need to we need to come in and work to your strengths. What name the last time a top five pick was good? I mean, we we not doing that, Eric. Come on, if we're doing just just quarterbacks,
0: Andrew
3: Andrew Locke, yeah, Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) like last year. Mm yeah, like last
1: yeah. year, mm. I maybe, like, hey, maybe Joe Barrow, Ber- He yeah. looked pretty good.
2: Yeah, real good on, to on
1: me. the worst on the worst team in the NFL. Looked real good to me. Yeah. Josh yeah, yeah.
4: Allen just happened to look like an accidental success last year, yeah. and he was a top five pick.
1: No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it takes on, time, that, and that goes my- back to my theory that the Josh Allen, the way that he came into it, so. Coaching, he had to retweet and he had to rebuild everything from the ground up. He went back and get Stephon board. Diggs. But
0: my my, yeah, my thing about AJ, true. you said he he sh- he should be scoring,
2: scoring for what? I'm not what? saying he's. I'm not saying he should be scoring. I just think he's scoring. Yeah, but he was, <laughs> you were scoring with
0: Blake Blake Borders. Ain't never looked like Trevor Lawrence ever in life. And,
3: and Blaine Gabbert and Blaine Gabbert before that too. Remember they yeah. drafted him also. <laughs> The oh yeah, he
2: he's, he he's just scoring. He's yeah, just that's all it is. is. So, okay. <laughs> he's just he's Thank just. You a look. Thank you, Fon. Somebody I mean, give that man
3: a hug. I mean, Lawrence, <laughs> three year starter, only two <laughs> losses, so many different. I mean, he had a lot of talent, but it just kept changing. And this guy was mm-hmm. incredible. I feel like there's no other question. You'd get him number one overall. You should be
2: excited to have him on
3: that offense. Mm-hmm. I mean,
2: and my and my mm-hmm. whole and thi- my whole thing is with all the questions that Deshaun Watson came into the league with. And for some reason, they didn't figure out some other questions. But for all those questions that they came, that he came into the league with, because, oh, he played around all this talent. He doesn't necessarily have all the arm strength. It looks like when you go to Clemson, you might just get a certain level of coaching that a lot of quarterbacks don't get. And to toss that in with the actual raw talent, I mean, it's not like Trevor Lawrence was a three star and came out of nowhere. People been talking about Trevor Lawrence. Since this guy was like nah, 16, 17 years old. Yeah. So it's not like he just popped on the radar and got good. No, he's been like good. Him, yeah, so you know like once again, and then also I think that with Urban Meyer coming into the coming into this and taking a college quarterback, he may kind of give him more of the college style offense with the things that he does well. So we shall see. We can get into that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh so, uh, we got another we got a good one. This is a good one. Why isn't any defensive players being talked
1: about? And who do y'all got as your best on that side of the ball? And you know what? It's offensive I'm, game right now. I'm glad. I'm I'm glad that they aren't being talked about. You know why? Because mm-hmm. my team is sitting Right where we can get some of the top defensive players at, like go grab all of those offensive players. <laughs> Do it. Just grab we them all. <laughs> need, we need some outside. We need a outside linebackers, man. I, I I I get what you your need. I get your need. <laughs> or or offensive lineman. Yeah, that's why
0: I was confused. I'm like, your know, defense but, was but legit, and would, you talking about like your defense was
1: mine. It. That's the that's the weakest part of our defense, though. You see, what I what get saying? it, but I didn't and like so your that tone. that would complete it. Like, I feel like we would be a, we would we would be certified if we had some I get, outside I, linebackers. I just <laughs> didn't
0: like your tone. You was talking like your defense was my defense. Nah, but I'm just no, saying, no, like, no.
1: Because we 'cause we're gonna get into draft Our philosophies defense. later and I'm yeah you know, that's that's a part of my philosophy. If you have something that you could that you could complete, you need to complete that in a draft. Especially when this is a draft that people might not be looking for. You can you can get one of those all time or if you add an elite outside linebacker to this defense, a guy who could fly around, are you serious? And do whatever he wanted, a guy who could be an X Factor. I'm just but let's, let's, dive in. let's dive Let's dive into this thing though. Fall
0: Fog I'm gonna start with you. He said I'm selfish. Go ahead, Mark. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fog I'm gonna start with you. What's your draft philosophy for you? If you're with the GM, what is your draft philosophy?
4: If I'm the GM, my draft philosophy is it's it's gonna be crazy, but I'm looking at <laughs> Best available for the position of need there we that go. I have for my team. Talk about it. I I, I think I think it's 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 a no brainer. I'm not I'm not looking for the best available. I'm looking for the best available at a position of need for my team. Talk so about it. Let's say my t- my team needs a wide receiver, for example, mm-hmm. and the best available wide receivers are already off the table. Well, what's my next need? If my needs a quarterback, uh, a cornerback, and my best available is the best cornerback in this draft, even though I need a wide receiver, I should have done my due diligence mm-hmm. and scouted yeah. at least 3 rounds worth of wide receivers. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take that cornerback because he is a, that's a position of need mm-hmm. that I desire. So you should go into a draft, the draft philosophy where I've got three positions that I want to fill in the first round, depending on where I'm at. And I've got about six or seven players that I want to put in those positions. This seems simple, but it seems something that organizations <laughs> fail on a massive okay. scale. Okay. Every every time. Regularity. Of every every
1: time. Have philosophies. They <laughs> fly by the whim. Um, did you want Fonz to go next hill? you can go you can go my my draft philosophy is kind of sim- similar but it, it's a it's a flu it's a fluidity method. you don't mm-hmm. ever want to get locked into anything that you're thinking about. I'm going best available to for I'm going best available first that's my first asterisk that I need. I also need pos- position of need. But if, like you said, I'm in that same scenario with you. If if I need that cornerback and he's there and he's the best person on the board, but there's draft capital in somebody else that's still worth more and it's not a position of need, I might trade back in that position. I might trade back in that position. And I always want to be, especially if I feel like I can maybe trade back and still get that cornerback. Or still get that original position of need, that wide receiver that that maybe I wanted from your original scenario. So it's like, I don't ever want to be locked in. I want to, like you said, one have drafted enough or deep enough at every position of need that I have specifically for the first round. um, And make sure that no matter what happens, if another team makes a trade and, you know, I believe they're going to take somebody that maybe the previous team wouldn't have taken before the trade. You got to be ready to shift at, at, at a moment's notice. And so that's another reason why teams aren't prepared, like you said, because they they think one-track-minded. They're like, he's our guy, he's our guy. And then when he gets taken right before or two picks before, they, they no, are yeah. really
2: panicking. They just – I've, li- I've <laughs> literally watched this happen with the Cincinnati Bengals. No, we were eyeing Frank Ragnow. He got picked up by Detroit, a pick ahead of us, and they panicked and got Billy Price. He can't even crack the lineup. <laughs> like, so, what, so, what, so, so
0: go
2: explain your draft philosophy. My draft my draft philosophy doesn't start at the draft. My draft philosophy starts in free agency. Talk and about you, it. You feel, you like feel you're up. Like if you have an immediate need, you fill it in free agency. Mm-hmm. That way you are open to take best player available mm-hmm. in the draft. Even if it's still a need, you have a bridge. And then if you miss out on that person in the first round or the second round with one of those premium picks, mm-hmm. you can still try and get someone later. And, and hopefully your scouting has helped that you can have someone that you can get into your system, build them up. Yep. And then that once that bridge is gone, you're good to go. Mm-hmm. And so, for me, my draft philosophy starts: fill your immediate needs in free agency mm-hmm. and then get people in there that you know are free agents who at least can be serviceable yeah, and that's why when yeah. you go into the draft, you want to go with that elite talent or that best player available and so when it comes to your pick, say even if you are picking between two players, you want to kind of think about okay, who's gonna have that immediate impact who can i get in that can have an immediate impact because i feel like most of my pressing needs are taken care of now who's gonna try who's gonna give us the best production now and that's why a lot of people have come to me about my mock draft but to me they like with the way that this draft is set up there's plenty of talent at in the trenches mm-hmm. that you can get that is very you know I would say, equal or kind of almost complementary that you can get in there and can start and would upgrade us in the trenches that you can get in round two and sometimes round three. But in round two, there's a giant drop-off at the wideout position.
3: Okay. Vaughn, how about yours? Well, I I mean, everyone's pretty much said it with team needs. At least I'll go an example with the Ravens at 27. At least okay. if I was with the Ravens, there are three mm-hmm. needs, receiver, guard, and the outside pass rusher. You kind of look at that, and at 27, you see, all right, which is the best available out of those three, like with the the positions that you have there. Then you go with that pick. Then we'll say around two, you kind of do the same thing. If you already say you draft the receiver at one, then you go for who's the best guard at that spot at two. Mm -hmm. Then you get to, like, rounds three and beyond. I wouldn't say necessarily a team need a guy who's not going to make an impact right away, per se. It's a guy that you can develop down the line and eventually become, Mm -hmm. like, a regular role player Mm -hmm. or a starter, depending on the situation because, uh, you know, really one injury away and you got like your fifth or sixth round pick going into the lineup and can help you out with your team. So it's kind of more like those diamonds in the rough in the later rounds of the draft too. But one and two, guy that can come in right away and start basically like your top three of who you need. Then three, you can kind of do that also, kind of depending on, again, the situation of the team. Four and seven, it's just like who's That's the correct. best That's overall. That's yeah. It's, yeah, anybody who's that, got like,
1: the potential? Yeah, who it's like who all right, has, we have the who best outing though. To y'all, and it's that like goes a, to this question. And, and it's yeah, well, the, we the get into We're
0: gonna get into that, but mine, like I said, fall, I, I 100% agree with you. Best player available for your team need. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I hate best player available. Period. I hate that philosophy. I hate when people try to sell that philosophy. Don't try to sell me best player available and just get it and figure it out. No, y'all not really figuring this shit out. And I'm sorry, but it, it's frustrating when, when you say, "Oh, let's go get a wide receiver." Oh, if another wide receiver drop, let's get another wide receiver. Oh, another wide receiver drop. Let no, we're not trying to. You're not. That's not team building.
2: So and, and you're I, saying and you don't want Kyle Pitts? I didn't.
0: I, I didn't say that at all. But I don't. <laughs> <laughs> to, answer, to answer your question, I don't. Have you seen my defense? Uh mm-hmm. huh. You feel what I'm saying? Have you seen my defense? My defense just gave tw- what twenty one off the plane. Nah, twenty one. I, I need to hit that. I need <laughs> to figure. I need to figure that out ASAP. So I'm with you, AJ. Free agency. Now I need to fill them needs ASAP. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. so I don't have to go reach mm-hmm. for somebody. But I'm not me personally. I'm not wasting none of my draft back. I feel like I can find somebody one through seven rounds. I feel like I can find a contributor with the way I scout. Not not. You know, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, I feel like I can get. I'm not. I'm not in the business of wasting picks. That's just my philosophy, right then and there. So you see me in round six. It's always somebody in round six that always that fall. Like, ooh, we could have got get, him in round four. You can get a ooh.
2: ball
0: player. Ooh, somebody in round seven. Ooh, he was injured. He fell all the way down here. Let mm-hmm. ooh, we could get him in this program. I'm always trying to figure out. See, this is this is a prime philosophy. Yeah. This is See, this is the key example everybody uses last year, like CeeDee CD Lamb. Wide receiver was a need for the Cowboys last year. He so happened to fall. Uh, that's mm-hmm. a no-brainer. But mm-hmm. he wide receiver was a need. We didn't have a number three wide receiver. We didn't know where Cedric
2: Wilson – nobody even knows who Cedric Wilson is. Like, Are we talking <laughs> – no, and, no and, <laughs> and that's my point when people tell me y'all don't need another wide receiver. Y'all have three solid wide receivers. Who? Woo. Cause all, every single time, oh y'all got Tyler Boyd and T Higgins, and then who? So yes, it's it's a need, and it's like outside, I guarantee you, we literally only have two, <laughs> literally, yeah, two. Why so, what? Why, but why wasn't it a need? Why a receiver was a need? But you can't tell me, if, if it's a need, you can't tell me if it's a first-round, second-round, or third-round need because guess what? Like we were saying, if you're going pe- best available for your needs, yeah, you then have the best of, available you for your needs you is a first-round wide receiver over a, a first-round corner, then it's a need because guess what? A lot of the people that your corner may not have a grade, like the highest corner that you have on your board may not have a first-round grade. So I'm not going to reach for a second- or third-round corner in the first round if I had someone who had an elite, top five grade fell to me at a knee
1: fall team
3: at least you can draft it... receivers <laughs> like, like seriously my team hold can't hold on, draft what... receivers for anything
0: yeah. okay well let's, let's let's this question was a great one sometimes they have philosophy talking about the team this is reef mm-hmm. for everybody that's listening they go with system players which sometimes causes them to miss out on elite talent yeah. so where's y'all take on A system
1: over overall player. Here's here's my thing, right? It comes back down to your philosophy. You can't go for a system player if they don't have the strengths of your system. If you're one of those stubborn coaches, you see what I'm saying? You can't do that. You can't go and get a man corner if you're going to play zone all the time you see what i'm saying you gotta get a hybrid corner that can play zone and man and press you cannot you cannot go and do that if you go and do that he's going to be a weak link in your system and then it's going to look like you wasted a draft pick so that's why i said you got to take best available and you got to You can't be worried about what what your base defensive philosophy is. You have to have a whole fluid thinking. Back to my philosophy, it goes with coaching too. Even if I'm a 4-3 guy, right, defensively, Mm -hmm. I'm going to have some 3-4 fronts. I'm going to have a 4-6 front. I'm going to be multifaceted because of the team that I play might be an expert at going against this specific front. I don't want to be boxed in. And then when I play that team, there's nothing I can do. That's stupid. Especially if we're, if we're, this is pro sports. We make millions of dollars, right? So it's like you got to have a contingency plan. But if you're going to just, you know, run your base defense, you're not going to get out of it, and then you're drafting players, that's a system guy that don't have the strength for your system, I think that's a mistake personally. Let but, me if you, but, you, me. but if you, I, I, if I you think flew I, it. I,
0: Go
4: ahead, go ahead, Paul. I, think it, I think his approach. I, I think the approach of the question was system player over probably the most talented player yeah. available. Because yeah. what you did, what you just described, Cannon, was my life under Chip Kelly.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's what you just described. A guy who wanted to run a system and then yeah. turned around and traded to two system players and then brought in. Players that didn't fit the system, and try to make it work. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think what he was trying to address was guy what was organizations drafting a guy that fits their system as opposed to drafting a uh, the most talented or best player available that may not fit the system, and that's where uh, B, you hit the nail on the head. Some of these teams will turn around and just reach for a system player. As opposed to grabbing that talented player, mm-hmm. where you can actually find find a way to orchestrate your system around that player mm-hmm. and make him fit, because you're trying to work towards his strengths. Yep. Now, if that great talent doesn't fit your system and his strengths don't fit your system, then you got to go with the best available system player. But I think there's a big issue. What coaches in general in any sport, whether it's football, basketball, where they have a real struggle integrating a player's strengths to the system that they have.
2: And that that was about to be my point, because I think you should take talent over system because a good coach will take your talent and fit his system to your talent. But that's where that's where these coaches like they fail because there's some bum ass coaches out here that will stick to their system when your system's not proven. Mm-hmm. Like why? Like why are you so hell bent on running your system when you haven't done shit in this system? Because it like, got why? them. Like even like bro, no, you
1: it got like, them where they were at, regardless of if it, if it didn't do any. We haven't seen it. It got them where they so they believe in it.
2: Jeff Fisher and Jay Gruden are the two people I'm like. Who the hell are you to think that you are the guy to tell people? No, this is what we're gonna run. Like Jeff Fisher, he ruined Vince Young because he yeah. did, he didn't want to drive Vince Young. He told like he was trying to rein him in and get him to do things that he was he he didn't excel at. He he came in, lit the league on fire, and then next thing you know, oh, I need you to do this. I need you to do this. I need you to do this. No, you don't do that. You don't you don't take a Corvette out on the road and just always drive in school zones. No, no you let that motherfucker fly. You let it do what it's supposed to do.
5: <laughs>
2: and Jeff Fisher again. Look, man, when he when he got Jared Goff, we thought Jared Goff was looking like one of the worst busts in history. Yeah, yeah. history. He got Sean, he got Sean McVay, history. and then ended up going to a boat, so Super Bowl. And he he at least looked serviceable. So that lets, that that shows me that the talent. And he may not have he may not have came in as the greatest quarterback of all time, but the talent that much the, that the talent that made him that number one overall pick was something there. Yeah, you know what I'm absolutely. saying? So to me, don't go in here and say, hey, I think you're the best player in this draft. And now I need you to do this. No, let me do what I've been doing. And that's why I think Justin Fields, like, I hope Justin Fields goes to the 49ers because I think if he goes there, that would be, whoo- that would be a scary option. Yeah, but, 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 but see, but, but but it, let's not go there. That's why we, I but, hope we, we might have to go there. <laughs> go
1: to the 49ers. Unfortunately, I, don't, I, I hate to wish that on Fields' career, but I don't want to see that. What? I don't want to have to stop that. I, I'm. i want My team to me. win the Super Bowl. I don't. want Oh, this, straight, this person. Oh, okay. You can watch
3: the trade up in uh, draft fields.
1: <laughs> I, I, I I hope he goes to a place that we were, that Fog was talking about. <laughs> One of those coaches who can't get out of their own way. Well, but while we are here, there's the reason why certain I don't coaches wish are that for his career, spot. but I don't want to. I, I I I don't want to see him in San Francisco. Well,
0: but, well, while we are here, since we <laughs> since we you know we we trip down this memory lane. Um, are we buying the Mac Jones top at I, I, three to the, five, four not the 49ers? Three. Not at three.
3: Not at three. three. Way too high at three. He, not horrible, yeah, but I think three is way too high. I don't There's know what – talent he,
1: there. Uh-oh. Fault, fault, fault. I don't know.
4: Go ahead. What, what's, what's up? I am. I'm one of the few guys. I'm. I'm one of the few people that like Mac Jones. I love the way oh, Mac I, Jones reads. No, I, I, like, he, I, I, I like him. Like, we like Mac Jones. I, I. I. love. I. I love the fact that he's able to throw his receivers open. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that he has great <sighs> anticipation. He does. My AJ. big issue. My big issue, is that if you traded up to three to draft Mac Jones. You are out of your goddamn mind. Yeah. If you know Zach Wilson is going to go second, and I don't know when it happened, I don't know how it happened, Justin Fields is still the second-best quarterback in this draft, potentially talk, talk to wind up being the best best quarterback mm-hmm. in this draft.
5: Talk People about talk
4: it. about Ohio State quarterbacks. I always talk shit about Ohio State quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. They have, mm-hmm. There has not been an Ohio State quarterback in the history of let Ohio me. State <laughs> that has done a damn thing let, in let, the NFL. Let me nice. just
2: jump in here. real quick. Mm-hmm. Justin Fields <laughs>
4: was originally recruited by James Franklin and Penn State University. Penn State told Justin Fields, they were going to go with him as a second or third option. Fields said, nah, F that, went to Georgia. Mm -hmm. Kirby not so smart, turned around and said, hey, (laughs) you know what, From is coming back, I'm going to take from, and Fields once again said, hey, I'm not getting my opportunity, and then he bounced to Ohio State. Day is a coach that we have not seen of that caliber at Ohio State, where Mm -hmm. he actually developed talent. Justin Fields is not your typical Ohio State quarterback. Justin Fields has a better stature, physical attributes, that you would want out of a quarterback, out of all of the quarterbacks in this draft, and has the highest, potentially the highest ceiling of all the quarterbacks in this draft. So to potentially trade up, if, if anyone's trading up for Mac Jones at three, I John Lynch has done a great job in San Francisco. If but that job is coming to Mac an Jones, end. His
2: ass gotta go. That's- <laughs> yep. All right. So let me jump in, let me jump in here real quick about oh, it's because he's coming out of OSU. Mm. Let me ask, you know, Eric, this what school has a legit pedigree of putting out quarterbacks? Because You look at some of the last, you know, the number one quarterback, uh, the number one quarterback that have come out, you know, Oklahoma, they're still kind of maybe on the fence, but we're not, you know, Baker Mayfield isn't necessarily, you know, like looking like the MVP. He's getting better now under Stefanski, but that looks like it's coming from, you know, not just talent, but also the coaching LSU. They put out Joe Burrow last year. Who the hell they had before that? Mm-hmm. Um, you you look at mm-hmm. you know some of these other schools. Cam Newton, when he came out of Auburn. You know who, who else had, had, who you know who but, LSU had before? Joe Burrow. Um, who was the uh, Zach Mettenberg? Yeah, he, <laughs>
1: no, no, you know,
2: you know, the Marcus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying?
2: But and that's what I'm saying. So some of these top quarterbacks, they don't, they don't, they don't come from. It's not like there's they no. Come you, they come from anywhere. They exactly. You can't tell They're me there's a happen. quarter. There's no. a quarterback powerhouse out here mm-hmm. even, even even when andrew luck came out of stanford who did they have until they had andrew luck you know what i'm saying and rg3 he came out from baylor vince young he came from texas they who they, they have right? colt mccoy Cole
3: mccoy was that uh, you, you know what, that, what i'm saying believe, yeah
2: Mi- michigan who did michigan have but brady and brady <laughs> was a six round pick yeah but after know. brady who was it i can't and then, Ch- Chad Henny Chad Henny? We gonna we going say Chad Henney was the guy? Mm-hmm. Uh, what about shoelace? Uh, you gonna talk about him? Mm-hmm. Let's talk He's about his career. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So let's not He's say a that. Back oh, he, 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 he
0: But you he, said it, AJ. I, I didn't, I'm, I'm sorry, you said it, AJ. Where's the powerhouse? But you know what they but but they hold but they hold to a high standard? Something that they already heard. They repeating it. Oh, I never seen an Alabama quarterback make it in the league. Oh, I never seen an Ohio State quarterback make it in the league. Oh, I never seen a Michigan quarterback. They, they, but where they hear this from? They heard this before. It's just, it's from, it's just the talk. It's just the yeah, media. but they know they heard this before and they repeated. So now it sounds good. So now you yeah. sound smart. And be like, oh yeah, we don't need to take a Ohio State quarterback. Why? Because they never pan out. But like you said, like Falk said,
2: Justin Fields don't look like none of them other quarterbacks no. before him. And here's and here's my and here's my thing. The reason why I'm so I'm just so like mind boggled over the Mac Jones over Justin Fields. What is every like? What is every team looking for in a quarterback nowadays? A quarterback that can move. A quarterback a that you can put one. on the run. A quarterback that can make something happen outside of the framework of the play. So you mean to tell me you got Justin Fields staring at you in the face? I I, I listen to Bojone Jones podcast faithfully. He said he talked to a coach that. That coach Justin Fields in high school, that coach just—I I mean, that coach Cam Newton—and he said, "This is the best football player I've ever coached in my life." Yeah,
1: I've heard, and I so heard the
2: same thing. And yeah. so to me, like, come on, like I understand Matt Jones; he has the, you know, he has, you know, the, he can throw people. He throw like people over. I, like, I really like Matt Jones, but to me, about when fields, you at, when you when you at number three, you're not only—I'm not drafting you because you have a hot floor.
1: If you're I'm coach, drafting
2: you because you have a high ceiling, mm-hmm. but if you're a coach yes. that can't get out of
1: your way, you have to mm-hmm. stay away talk. from fields. You have to. Talk know, about but, it. no, no, no. Let, okay. let Kenny go. Okay. Let okay. I, I, get, I get what he's saying. Cook up. If, if you're one of those coaches, right? You don't, you don't move the pocket. You, you're not going to do those things that play to his strength. You're going to want him to do three step, five step drop, do. four-step Full field reads right away. You might not be the coach for him. You're gonna overload him right away, especially if he goes to a team. If you're one of those coaches and you don't have surrounding talent, he's gonna be asked to do too much, and it's gonna probably be in one of these situations where three years from now they're gonna be looking to move on from him. Mm-hmm. He, if he, that's why I said I don't want him to go to San Fran because I felt like he would. He will absolutely become the player that we believe that he that he's capable of absolutely. if he goes to San Fran. So it's like it's it's all about it's all about situation. So I'm not saying that I would draft up to get because I don't think Mac Jones is number three. I'm not saying I would go up there, but if I did go up to number three, I might I still might not get Justin Fields. Is what I'm saying. I might get I might get
2: somebody else, you know, that I needed on my team. And let me let me just jump in here real quick to ask this question uh, cuz Eric actually asked, he posed the topic but I wanted to ask. What did people see in on College Film that they <laughs> that they were just so enamored with Josh Allen about that they're they're not seeing that on the film with Justin Fields? Armstrong Because the but the thing, is, okay, arm strength, just but he, arm but, strength, really. But but, but, but but he, but he didn't. He barely competed his classes in college. That's my thing. So if if you're just if you're just solely going off arm strength, but you've had quarterbacks that have come in the league like Peyton Manning, even Tom Brady, who doesn't have an arm. Some of the greatest that didn't have the strongest arm, but guess what? They were able to make it work because they were smart enough. They knew they knew the offense, and they made shit happen because with anticipation you're going to like you're going to win and you like we don't if with, with Justin Fields the way that he can move the pocket zone reads and all, like these RPOs that is perfect for someone like him mm-hmm. yeah if your coach is going to run that stuff That's Now, question
0: no like if coaches want to run that stuff mm-hmm. now we just seen them get to the super bowl with Jimmy G Matt Jones can do the some same things that Jimmy G does, and yeah. if he's healthy, yeah. why wouldn't you like that? If you're a coach, now I wouldn't like that. Don't get I, this. Hell no. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know. Hell yeah. no. I'm going with. I'm going with the better talent at this quarterback, especially when you're going to sit him for a year. Mm-hmm. But if we're going to think like this quarterback, be like, hey, all I need him to do is to be a point guard, is do exactly what you just did in this system in college, bring you into my system with with I have I have good weapons for you. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't I like him? You feel? Are you are you kind of seeing where he's going,
2: or you just don't like it? So if we're if we're yes, if we're really. talking but but here but but if we're talking San Francisco, the way that he runs his offense, it would add an extra dynamic to it by him having those little you know five eleven, barely six foot receivers that he throws in motion all the time, and having this run game, and then you throw a quarterback who can. Hit the open man and also take off. It does way more than what Jimmy G has done and what Mac Jones will do. Because now, See? guess what? Those zone. I, 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 I'm about to get to your point. You are trying but, to go but, way more? He ain't. But, want, but, he don't want to go. That's like my Kenny thing. Head. He but, don't want to go way more. But, but that's my thing. <laughs> if you don't go, if you don't go way more, you might get to the Super Bowl again. But you're not gonna win it. Because what? What? Like? Because from what? What have we seen on tape that makes you think Mac Jones will be better than Jimmy G? Cause if you're saying he's gonna be the same, he's the same kind of guy as Jimmy G. What really makes you the- think that's gonna set us apart?
0: He won a, He won a national championship. Jimmy G did.
2: <laughs> you <laughs> asked the question. You okay, asked the that, question. But, okay, but but and, and okay, but there's plenty of quarterbacks who have won national championships that they were like, all right, cool, we'll see you at. I pick think 20. what people are,
4: I think what people are enamored with with Mac Jones and especially uh, uh, offensive minds like Kyle Shanahan is the fact that he can pick up a playbook quickly. Mm -hmm. You got to understand, in Alabama, even though he had talent, Mm -hmm. Steve Sarkisian started out simple with him Mm -hmm. and was able within a couple of weeks to just throw on more on his plate Mm -hmm. of a playbook. And we see in the NFL, you see guys like Josh Allen, for example. Yeah, they were feeding him. They were spoon-feeding him the playbook. And it wasn't until year three where they actually put talent around him mm-hmm. where it actually started to unfold and develop. And I don't think Josh Allen is who he was this past season, but I don't think he's going to be who he was his previous two seasons either. He's going to be a pretty good quarterback. You see the same thing happening with Kyler Murray, where they're spoon-feeding him the playbook, mm-hmm. but you also see where they're holding back because of the, there's a lack whether it's a lack of being capable of analyzing the playbook, where it's a lack of being capable of executing the playbook in the fashion in which that coach wants it to be executed, there's something there that's holding them back from allowing that player to be that player. Mac Jones is a guy that there's nothing going to be able to hold him back. He's actually shown that he can grasp a playbook and execute a playbook to perfection. And if there's something that... I say it's to the detriment of NFL coaches I'm is sorry, they bro. want a guy that's going to be I'm, able I'm to sorry. execute their playbook the way they I'm, want to I'm execute. folks.
2: We've, we've heard this shit so many times, and that's a way to downplay a lot of black quarterbacks, talking about grasping the playbook and how smart they are in that offense. When Justin Fields got to Ohio State, him and his center, him and his center, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. um, I, I believe it was uh, Josh Myers, uh, his center, Josh Myers, they used to go back and forth about plays because he like Justin Fields came in and he came in as soon as he got there said no we're changing this read this is what I see and eventually Josh Myers started conceding to him because he was making the right reads and he was making the right calls Mm -hmm. so I so to me you can't like in this new day and age with it being such a passing league you can't be a dumbass to play the quarterback position Mm -hmm. it's 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 a lot of shit that you have to take in and,
4: but you can like, be a dumbass as a coach and be like everybody else has said on here, stubborn okay, and do well, my, what you want to okay, do. Okay, okay but you can you can be stubborn as a
2: coach. But I, all I'm saying is, don't talk about Justin Fields when no one has come out and said like. Like a viable source outside of, you know, Dan Oloski, who's just talking out of his fucking ass saying he does, he, he has these off the field issues. He can't read defenses and stuff like that. That's I, have, I, I have other issues with Justin Fields myself as far as arm strength and, you know, kind of seeing some of the accuracy uh, issues that he's had in college. But I've seen those in a lot of quarterbacks that have gone mm-hmm. in, the, in the top five. So I'm not gonna ding him and say he shouldn't be a top three quarterback, especially over Mac Jones, when he gives you another element, an element that a lot of teams are looking for in the NFL. Number two.
1: If I honestly got up to three, I'm not taking either one. I'm gonna just be honest with y'all. I'm not taking Fields or Mac Jones at number three. You gonna if, trade
2: Land after you after you trade
1: it up? No, like one if one I wouldn't have traded up. No, but we, we talk but about what saying. happened. If, if I you did trade, trade up, if I did. I, no, I ain't taking Trey Lance. If, I guess if I did trade up, I would have to go Fields. If I I'm about to say, up, yeah. A, so who, if you're going to ask that out? way. Because <laughs> I, I, I'm saying, like, if I was at three, I would not even go quarterback. There's but you traded b- up that three. Yeah, so, like, when y'all put it that way, if I traded up to go to three, I have to go, I have to go Fields. Um, you know, I just have to because I feel like he has the more upside. Is Matt Jones probably more pro ready now? Yes, I believe that, but I'm playing the long haul. Uh, it's, it's the long game. I, I don't want an instant sensation that's, that's gonna fizzle out, you know, that's gonna reach its peak quick and that be it. I want a guy that can learn on a steady incline and, 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 and be the face of this franchise for a long time. So, you know, if I do trade up and I believe that Fields is the guy, He's a guy. We'll get into Trey Lance later, but I damn sure ain't trading up for Trey All right, Lance. Alright, well,
0: let's get into some of these um <laughs> questions. You know I work hard on this list, y'all. how you did, how know <laughs> you did. <laughs> so uh Uh oh. Who's your favorite player in the draft?
3: I mean, I don't. I don't want to go with everyone's going to be. Oh well, duh. I, I mean, I was a huge fan of Devonta Smith. I liked what he was at at Alabama. Yeah, let's go. S- yeah, no, smaller, smaller wide receiver. Yeah, I know the f- the frame everyone's questioning about it, but he's so damn talented mm-hmm. at bam, he was he was fun to watch. Like I generally enjoyed watching him play. As far as like where he's going to go, I know people. I know obviously Jamar Chase is going to be the bet. I mean, probably the first receiver taken. Uh, it's between him and Waddle. I would go more with the uh, Smith being before Waddle because of Waddle's injuries could be somewhat of a problem. I'm thinking of Devonta Smith at like six to Miami, or yeah, even Detroit too. That could make a two. Well, him and two in Miami that'd be perfect there, Re- reunited, and uh, and it feels so good as the classic song would say. Or it goes to Detroit too, give uh, Jared Goff a new person uh, to throw the ball to. I'm no matter where he, I'm going to be a fan of him wherever he goes to. Yeah, but I like I'm too. I like I'm looking too. forward to seeing where he goes to. I really hope he does pan out though. I I, I route running translates.
0: That's all yeah. I'm going to say. I don't yeah. care nothing yeah. about his, his route running size. Running is good. I, I care nothing about his size. Route also. running. Yeah, but mm-hmm. route running, when you can't when you can't check him, yeah. you can't hit him. If you can't check him, you can't hit him. I'm not. worried. this this is the new NFL. This ain't this ain't the 2000 NFL when
1: they actually hitting you. He 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 will, be, he will be fine. He will but be fine. Also, I I'm, I'm, I say hands because I've seen him. I, I I like him a lot too. I was actually yeah. going to say him for my my favorite player in the draft, especially because I've seen some mocks that said that he might fall. I no, is, I seen it too. I, That's which is why I'm like, all, right? oh, hey, I, he's not one of our needs right now. But if he falls, I say you got to pull the trigger and just go ahead and make that. One of the best young receiving cores, might as well uh um, I mean, wide well, receiver still a need for y'all, in yeah, my 19. opinion. I mean, at nineteen, wouldn't be. But I, but I feel like we have That's more a race. Race of needs. I feel, I feel like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's lower line, on the totem pole. Yeah, offensive line and and linebacker is my number one need. Um, well, why are you going? Why are you going? Who's your favorite player? Um, I, I'm I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go. I'm about to go with Fonz. I, I just I just okay. like him. One and I'ma tell you why. Because like you said, he the route right runner translates. He can get mm-hmm. the separation. But I seen this little guy make traffic catches. So it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. what <laughs> I like his hands. So it's like, if you can make traffic catches as a little guy, if you can get the separation in the NFL because your route right running is gonna translate, if you can get the feet down like we've seen him do, like, I mean, what the hell, man? If you fall to a team that that you can just plug-and-play where you can be start off as the, the slot guy where you don't have to have everything on your shoulder. You don't have to shoulder everything. You got a good running game where people can't forget about you. Oh, mm-hmm. man, it, it can be scary for him. I just feel like no matter what team, if you go to a team that needs a guy, if you go to a team that has a guy, I feel like he can be the guy. Philly so, okay. would have
3: been like- perfect at, at six for him, but, of course, Philly – Trade it back for at twelve. I don't know. If, maybe Smith will go there. At maybe, at might there. Get well, him at, maybe might get him at maybe, that's true too. Maybe, it's maybe it's a possibility. Since
0: we all know AJ, AJ, who's your favorite player?
2: <laughs> My favorite player is someone from the SEC. <laughs> mm-hmm. A dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't do nothing with him. <laughs> Got the size, strength, all the ability. Uh huh. <laughs> at 6'6", 335 pounds. Ben Cleveland. I love what i seen from Ben Cleveland. Wow. Ben Cleveland, I'm telling you, he's going to drop. He's going to be there for, you know, at probably the beginning of day three, round three. I or think what? Ben Cleveland is going to come in and step in somebody's offensive room and start day one. Mm-hmm. And I think, I know, you know, he, he doesn't have the pedigree and, you know, he doesn't have the hype coming in like Quentin Nelson did. But I think he's going to be a dog. From the jump. So, whoa. Ben Cleveland is my favorite player. <laughs> stay and don't say cap, Eric, because guess what? It's a reason why I want Jamar Chase in round one, because there's so many bodies that you can get late in these rounds. So, I've been doing a whole lot of scouting. Uh, <laughs> I, I see. It, 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 was, it was either between Ben Cleveland and mm-hmm. Quinn Miners that I was going to say, but I just think Ben Cleveland with that size that he's got and the talent that he's gone up against in that SEC has showed me that hey, he's gonna walk into a room. I, I I I didn't think you liked Quinn Miners though. I thought I thought we talked about that after the Senior ball. No, that, I I,
0: and, I told uh,
2: you I like I like Quinn Miners. Remember, he was on my mock draft. I like yeah, Quinn Miners. I, but know, to me, we, I like if if it's between Quinn
0: Miners and Ben Cleveland, oh give me Ben Cleveland. Okay. I just I just you know, we talked a lot, we talked a lot. For Best player, favorite, favorite player, favorite. Player. Uh, my
4: favorite player. He's been my favorite player since 2019. Uh, he's an explosive runner. He's got great lateral quickness. He's he can cut on a dime on guys. He's very good at uh, coming out of the backfield receiving. He could get better at blocking, but he can definitely. Get, he has no problem putting his face in there, blocking guys in, in uh, pass protection. Great decision maker. My guys, Kenneth Gainwell from Memphis.
2: Memphis. Ooh, come on. Memphis. People are like, sleeping.
4: This, is, like, like this is a running back that, in my opinion, out of all the running backs coming out of this draft, and I love Javonta Williams. Not going to lie. Love I see, Javonta I, Williams. I've seen
0: the episode. I've seen that. Kenneth
4: Gainwell is a guy that, in my opinion, could potentially be the best running back in this draft. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. And so, Memphis, like, Memphis have been putting out a lot of yeah, quality they, they just
1: running probably, back. They just and, put and, up Gibson. Yeah,
2: yeah, and that's why I was so like that, that Mike Norville that Mike Norville offense has taught those running He's backs to be to, their to be a Swiss Army knife. <laughs> they, 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 they they will they they will come out the backfield. They will catch. You don't know if they gonna line up at receiver mm-hmm. or running back. It's yeah. almost like you're getting many Le'Veon Bell's yeah. because they can catch <laughs> and they can <laughs> run. I well, that well,
1: analogy
0: my turn you know i've been getting burned at safety for you know 10 years now you know i've mm-hmm. found a safety every year and we never we never draft him so i've already got it in my mind that we're not going to draft him but my guy richie grant <laughs> richie grant <laughs> richie, yeah. richie Grant. i mean you know over the top play that single high mm-hmm. it's very rare that you can play that single high at safety and i mean he just remind you and he just can take you know he just reminds you of one of them old that old legion of boom. Like he give you he give you that Earl Thomas feel. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying he's Earl Thomas. I think he give no, you that I feel. feel. You. I feel you. I he feel just you. give you that feel. You know, maybe, that maybe just, a little Jesse Bates. You know, may, you know. Hey, yeah, hey, if I get hey, a Jesse Bates, hey, you know, hey, you, hey, know hey. you know, you know, I'm feeling good. You know, I'm feeling good. There <laughs> good. ain't a Jesse Bates in this draft. I'm gonna and tell you that right <laughs> now. Why, and why you think I went to the top with the safety? I didn't go <laughs> later. I didn't go <laughs> later. But oh, I'm gonna surprise you later. Let's keep this thing rolling. You know, I might get that text and I might have to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna start with AJ on this
3: one. Oh shit! Nah, <laughs> your
0: butt, Who's your bus prediction? Ah
2: oh, man. So as far as bus go, I'm going Zach Wilson, man. Mm. I knew. You, I, I had a feeling because it, you have to take. All things like you have to take everything into account. If all if the reports are true, I I don't really know what Salah – I mean, he's off. Like he's a defensive minded coach. I don't know what he's going to do with that offense. He brought but he I, brought he brought Lafleur. They came, I, from, that came I, from the Shanahan system. I know he came from the Shanahan system, but I just don't know what that team is going to do. And the front office, they they they. <laughs> sorry, Eric, but they. They've constantly been a letdown for quite some time. So I just, I I need to see it. Mm -hmm. And for Zach Wilson to have come out of nowhere the way he did is similar to some of the quarterbacks that we've seen in the past that have just come out of nowhere the way that they have because of, oh, the intangibles, the tape, this, this, and that, and and the media and some of the scouts, it's almost like the scouts, they just talk to each other so often that if one guy starts to like one guy, he'll sell everybody else. And then they just all start to just eat it up, and they'll go back to their teams, and everyone's like, okay, he, he's the unanimous second pick. You mean Mitch Trubisky? Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't, 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 I don't mean, Mitch, Mitch Trubisky, even Daniel Jones, to, 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 to the and, same and point. Yeah, same like, point. It, it's, it's like, you know, we're like no one was talking about this person until oh, – oh, so now all of a sudden this, this is a, a top ten pick? And so I just think that that some thinks better than Trevor. That's so that some thinks that's better than Trevor and also just vaulted him over what was almost the unanimous second, second overall pick in Justin Fields just in a short period of time after, you know, putting up some numbers against coastal Carolina. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I'm just saying to me going to the jets and with all the hype, I don't think he's necessarily going to be able to live up to what they are thinking he's going to be. So I'm
3: going on you. It, you know, I don't want to say like, oh, I wish these guys would be bust or be bad. But if I had to go for one, I think oh, most likely. Nice guy. Yeah. I, yeah, <laughs> Nice guy. <laughs> but I, you got to say Trey Lance. Damn, I mean, man, yeah, the, yeah. I got to say Trey Lance. My <laughs> fault, Katie. That was mad too. <laughs> <laughs> I ap- no, I apologize. Uh, I apologize. <laughs> Smaller school, hasn't played in a year. No, no, what did what no, he play, one game this year? I, did, I think one. Yeah, one game, opted out. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Like It depends also on the situation. If he mm-hmm. goes to a team Absolutely. and has to sit a year or two, then fine. And if he goes does well, perfect. But if he goes in right away and they go, all right, keys to the offense, you're the starter, then I could see that being a problem. So I probably would say Trey Lance, depending on the situation.
2: I'm biased.
1: I know you. I, 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 I might we, as well. I, look. Go ahead. Go ahead. We might as well go ahead and piggyback. And this is crazy because I had Devontae with funds. And so, funds mm-hmm. not, I and so we completely aligned <laughs> go <laughs> with, with, with this thing. I, I'm going to Trey Lance. And number one reason is North Dakota State. Like, I ain't never <laughs> vouching for that place again. Definitely. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so, um, and then to me, Trey Lance just has a lot of question marks. And that's why I, I I'm never gonna I can't see someone trading up for a lot of question marks. That that's the that's why I say if you trade up to number three, you gotta I will have to go fields. Um I definitely just don't have I don't have the guts to just take one of these off brand schools top five. I I maybe, maybe, maybe three or four years ago. That can and would have, but at this point, <laughs>
2: I, I, I like your job. Yeah,
1: I, I like the gamble, but it's just like I, I, I no. Nope. If if I if I would do it, I would use my draft capital trade back and try to get one of those guys later. um But I'm not taking Trey Lance at three, and if he goes at three, I definitely feel like he'll be a bust. I if first first round, and if he starts right away, like Fawn said, I think yeah. he'll be a bust. And and I
4: don't f- watch that on him. Fog, I see you, I see you rocking Listen. Each. I, I like Trey Lance. I mean, he, he this guy went an entire season without throwing an interception. I don't Not care one. if you do that at a high school, college, okay. pro level. That's incredible. How
1: many do Wentz but, throw?
4: But my right. but, uh, Wentz now nah, Wentz, hey, listen, he threw
0: uh three less than Wentz. <laughs> I'm just saying that was that was damn near impressive. Three too. So like, when you, but when you throwing when you're throwing the ball fifteen that's, times, that's like, my, you know.
1: That's my point.
0: And then the game is over at halftime. Like how much, my, you know
1: <laughs>
0: but my, go but go ahead. My bus and and, and Fonz and Cannon,
4: y'all gonna have a real issue with me uh-oh i'm gonna say Devonte smith
0: let's go <laughs> let's
4: go i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you this right now this man is a diet version of deshaun jackson i, I don't think so mm. he is a diet version of deshaun uh-huh. jackson i don't think he has the versatility that jackson does he is a good route runner but i don't think he's anywhere as good as deshaun jackson was coming out of cal uh realistically I think he benefited. There's a lot of there are a lot of people that believe Jalen Waddell is the better receiver AJ. to Devonta Smith. So here's the problem with that. If you believe that your secondary receiver was better than your first receiver, your secondary receiver was gone for the majority of the season due to an injury, and then you look back at Jamar Chase. Who had Justin Jefferson who put up very similar numbers in twenty nineteen to what Devonta Smith did now without a Jalen Waddle? Guys, I got major questions here. <laughs> I don't think Devonta Smith is all that it is cracked up to be. Can I can I give you some pushback? Give me some
0: pushback. And yeah, in, in, in the year mm-hmm. in the year prior, he had better stats than Jerry Judy.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So we it's see where Jerry Judy is right me. now, right? Jerry Judy is going to be a good good wide receiver. We never disrespect Jerry Judy. I'm not going to disrespect. He's
4: going to be a nice supplemental second receiver to Cortland Sutton. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Uh, I'm nothing. But you mm-hmm. you you're talking about him. Like Jerry Judy was a
2: uh, a first okay. round
4: draft pick. Like he was going to be some type of elite draft uh, wide receiver.
0: Okay, I get I get you. So and, and I okay, actually okay. and I actually
2: do agree with Sharif here. When he didn't do anything at his program. he didn't do his agility. Nothing. And usually when that happens. That means that there's that you know you weren't gonna do good, and so that's that I so I think that's, not, that's I, oh, I, I oh, oh, the oh no no hell okay that's, that's ahead, not ahead, always the ahead. case. Go ahead. Yeah, this
1: sometimes, if I feel like I put enough on tape, that that my people tell no, me, I, I, I don't. I I mean, need you go in there and can, do anything. Thank you, Ken. I just want to get. I, damn I head don't.
4: Head. I don't believe in the pro days or the pajama Olympics. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. I, 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 sometimes is the combine? I, 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 I so why I, you just to it, do it, that to guy, guy, <laughs> I'm, I'm just. I'm just saying. Sometimes it
2: happens because sometimes because it because it if people if you believe you're that close to sometimes maybe I might be the number one off like at the position to get a little bit higher with the like, listen, it, can't, it can it can net you it, it can net you a little bit more money. Hope, so why you hurt right yourself right. with
1: it? I hope you're right because that's that's what's going to allow him to fall fall to the Washington. <laughs> so like, I really don't care about any of that. Like I think that he can be productive in Washington, and I think that he can truly be a steal in Washington. So it's like, fall down to Baltimore. That's that's fall down really, to Baltimore.
3: Yeah, playing behind. It.
1: Listen, <laughs>
0: I,
4: I will say this: playing behind McLaurin. And being the uh, second or third option, thank you. He will thrive. There's no it. question. And remember, I said
1: I don't. Want, I, didn't, I said I don't think he should go. I, I don't think he should go very high. I, 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 I didn't think that. I didn't like five or six. I didn't think that. Of course, I got Jamar <laughs> you Chase. You caught he's, it. He's my favorite guy in the in the draft though because I just <laughs> I like him. I'm gonna tell you, y'all. So y'all falling for it go always had
0: these ulterior motives with these draft picks. Yeah. <laughs> he
1: won't. Wa- 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 yeah, and y'all but, catching but they, on. But, but, y'all catching up. But, but, the is- but the guys I pick, they pan out hell, even when they don't go to whoa, my whoa. team. The whoa, problem I, is, I he don't work for you.
4: Washington, so it's not
0: working for him.
1: <laughs> That's their. That's their. That's, That's loss. Yeah. Can
0: I? All right, my best potential if if this player is a first round draft pick is going to be Christian Barmore. Uh, he's somebody that flashed. And when he flashed, his flashes was legit. Mm-hmm. But you were you were a part time player. You didn't you didn't you did <laughs> you did. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna do better. I'm gonna do better. Fit. <laughs> he was a part time player. He doesn't play against the run at all, like at all. And your production really came when the game was kind of out of reach. Like you kind of feasted on, you know. Garbage time. I'm not saying that he no, he's gonna be trash. If he's a first round pick, my prediction of this bus bus prediction
2: is Christian Barmore. Yeah, that's kind of close to what my honorable mention was, and that was gonna be quitty Pay if I, if he go as high as people were saying that he was gonna go.
0: Yeah, yeah.
4: But you know what the problem is with I, those I see guys? It. They're raw talents who have not been developed. So and it's going to be a big question mark whether they, if you're going to grab a raw talent in the first round, you got to be, be grabbing a guy that is going to be sensational. We see what Makai mm-hmm. Becton has done it, uh, uh, with the Jets. He's a
0: he was a raw talent. Yeah. Frank Pollack gone though. A- That's what I'm saying. It goes with the um. I mean, you got coaching. Don't stop when you get to the NFL. No, nope. so some things something. it does. Seem like yeah, oh, it. It <laughs> yeah, seems <laughs> like it seems like yeah, it definitely sometimes it comes to a halt. All right, now we will go to the next one. <laughs> Who did that stop? Fall. It's a player. You don't care what any of the reports say. You don't care about the pro day. You don't care about him. You don't care about him getting a DUI. You don't care about him. You know weed in the car you don't who? care about a negative report you don't care about dan olowski dissing them you don't care about nothing who is the player that you still going to like as
4: long as he doesn't have 22 civil lawsuits coming <laughs>
0: against him. <laughs> no, you see i didn't mention that I said,
4: <laughs> <laughs> i'm going with justin fields i okay. think this guy's yeah. a can't miss guy i uh E-E- I think Trevor Lawrence has a better chance at being a bust than Justin Fields does. Again, this guy, when you look at what you're looking for for a prototyp- uh, prototypical quarterback with their size, their arm strength, their, uh, their athletic ability, Justin Fields checks off all the <laughs> boxes. If Philadelphia stayed at six and he was there. Yo, trade Jalen Hurts for a bag of chips. Get me Justin Fields. I'm good.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go because I know I, I think I'm going to steal AJ's. So I'm go- definitely going to go. My person is Marvin Wilson. I do not care. I I don't care. I, I didn't care about his pro day. I didn't care about his senior bowl. I don't care about nothing. Mm-hmm. Give me big Marvin Wilson. I want all the negativity, actually. I'll keep being negative because I want him to slide to the hell to the fourth round. I don't care. Give me Marvin Wilson because I feel you get Marvin Wilson in Dallas, he going to look like when he first got to Florida State. That's no. my guy. That's my guy. So I had to take it. I had a feeling A.J. was going to have him because A.J. is a Florida State fan. And I don't feel like I'm gonna steal any more AJ guys, so I felt I'm gonna go ahead and get that out of the way. But AJ, the floor is yours.
4: Cortez Kennedy potential.
2: No, absolutely. If Marvin Marvin Wilson is a disruptor. He's strong. He 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 can get to the quarterback. He stops the run. He's like once he gets his hands on you, you're not going anywhere. So absolutely, Hill, you stole mine. Mm-hmm. But I, think I knew that. But I'm I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep it with my guys. I think Asante Samuel Jr. Talk about it. It's the best corner in this draft. He was on a terrible defense at Florida mm-hmm. State, but as far as just covering, playing the ball, and playmaking ability, I think Asante Samuel is gonna be one of the best players in this draft. And I I think as much as I've talked about get chasing the first round, get your old line second round. If Asante Samuel is on that board at 38, I'm going to think long and hard about possibly taking Asante Samuel.
0: I I love Asante Samuel, but I know my team not drafting him because he don't meet the height requirement. So I just had to take him off my mind. I Absolutely. Just, I, I just know. So I just got to just not fall in love with him. I just, you know, I can't keep falling in love with everybody. That's why I fall in love with Absolutely. Richie Grant. So I know we're not going to get him. All right. <laughs> Candy, That's you gonna go before
1: Fines? You you got right. that? You, you got. I got, right, well, got Fines. Fun. Fonz wouldn't have this guy, so I wasn't worried this time. Um, How <laughs> You know, Fonz? Um, so I feel like you know we need we need offensive line in Washington, but I feel like you can you can get that in the later round. So one of my guys that I really really want, no matter what, I don't care what they say about him. If he slides to where we at. I like Michael Parsons, man. Penn State, man. People people don't know about him. He is a machine, bro. He, he he can he can rush the passer. He's a short tackler. He can deflect the passes. So it's like, hey, I feel like if you come to Washington, I and if, like and like you said, I don't care what he got in his car. I don't care what he did on campus. I don't care mm-hmm. about none of that. Just bring the yeah, mission. He's a real football player. Um and People sleeping on them, so I hope they continue to sleep on them. It, it, you, talk, you know, I, you know, I see you a
0: text every year, Cannon. After y'all draft, I be like, I'm "Scared of this guy." Mm-hmm. If y'all, if y'all, if y'all in particular, it's two teams that get that get Michael Parsons. If the Patriots get Michael Parsons, mm-hmm. oh, baby.
3: no, no, and, <laughs> and, and,
0: and, and Washington get Michael, I will be petrified. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I, if he goes to the Eagles. I'm going to be fake. I, like
1: I, I would be petrified if he goes to the Eagles. So it's like, like, if he goes to the Eagles, he's going to be clean. He's football player, bro.
0: If he goes to the Eagles, he's going to be clean and he's going to be able to use his athleticism. Hey. I would be kind of scared as yeah. well, too. But, but put Man, if the
4: Patriots get Micah Parsons or Zavin Collins.
1: Damn, it's yeah. a wrap. It's Keeping yeah. collins too. Yeah. A, and I don't one. care yeah. what type of personality he got. Like bring <laughs> we'll him go, the squad. We'll bring him in the out. <laughs> but do that's what you job. get.
3: I so it's not well not necessarily a team need for the Ravens, but I'm a Miami Hurricanes fan also. And yeah. I really like Brevin so, Jordan a lot. Oh
5: yeah. I, I like I, Brevin
3: I, Jordan. Now Kyle Pitts, yeah. no doubt, the best tight end in this class. Brevin okay. Jordan. Right behind him, I think, at number two. He is I watched it. I watched a lot of Miami games. Sad about a couple of them because you know they got embarrassed a couple of times. But Brevin <laughs> Jordan was a man amongst boys out there. He was, nah, he was good. <laughs> he was, Definitely. he was good. And so you,
2: you, you would take Brevin Jordan over Pat Fryerman?
3: I probably would. Yeah, I'd oh, say. Yeah. Ooh, Fr- yeah. uh, I put him at three. But I'd be like that's like kind of the three I would go. Okay. It's obviously but, but, on down. No down number one, but Jordan. But <laughs> He's is more good. of a
0: um, like it throw he a throwback tight end though.
2: Yeah, right? he yeah. A throwback. Yeah, <laughs> but, he, but he he still go up and get it, and then he'll he will block too. He will get in, he it. will get in your face, and I think that's something that I think that's why I actually like Frymuth a little bit more than uh, mm-hmm. Reverend Jordan because if you put him on the field, you you can have that you know anonymity of your offense where you don't know if you're going to run or pass because you're not bringing him in in passing situations and taking him off the field. Well,
3: a lot of teams do two tight end sets now, too. So you yeah. can have the yeah. one that, that uh, mainly does the blocking, one does the receiving, though. But uh, I I totally get your point, though, with that.
1: But I feel like Jordan can... I feel like he has potential. He can oh learn how, yeah, he can learn how to block. I don't feel like it's just... I feel like labeling players right out of college that, you know, he can't block. I feel like he, he got the willingness to block. I saw that in college. So it's like... I like I like the pick. Like
0: you said, if you got on
3: the one, if you got the want to, then we can figure it out. Yeah. But you're on the clock, fam. Oh, yeah. I, you know the thing with Jalen Phillips is he had some injuries, so that's going to be a little bit of a problem to be concerned. I think anytime you had an injury history in college, you know it's a question. So I, I'd say R- Rousseau, I'd say I would go over Phillips, but it's very close. I would say it's just Phillips's injury history is the question. He had a, he had a yeah. couple of games with a bad knee concussions to end off the tail end of the season i go i go Rousseau. that's what i would go with
0: a lot of my you know my my draft community they are really down on greg Rousseau. Mm-hmm. and i mean i pass rush is really not a high need for my team in my opinion so i'm you know i'm really not you know that educated mm-hmm. on Everybody. Mm-hmm. So, if they tell me about Greg or something, I'm like, okay, okay. you like, mm, this is what you don't like. Okay, cool. It is what it is. But I did watch Jalen Phillips. That injury history does scare me. That's the that's the one problem, though, I would say. But but the talent does not. Like,
2: the talent does not. I'm taking a flyer. And I think Jalen Phillips is one of those guys that's going to slide because of his injury history, and he's going to fuck around and go to a really good team and he's really going to show out. Because and not, I mean, play,
3: not have to play as much, too. We exactly, because that. because
2: I think the thing that's going to happen, I think Rousseau would be much better served if he could go to somewhere where he could be the secondary pass rusher and kind of mm-hmm. fire off the edge and not have to be that main guy. And so that's why I think I think Phillips, with his injury history, is going to slide, but he may have a better career because he's going to be able to be that secondary guy and he's going to be able to work on them one-on-ones a lot more.
0: What I didn't like what I didn't like about my draft community and how they, they dis now they disrespect Greg Rousseau is cause oh look at his production is 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 fake production. He finished. Finishing hey finishing. You got A that. lot of people don't finish. Finishing is an art. And we're not gonna disrespect this art because you didn't like how he got
2: there. Hey, he painted the picture. My dad like, always like said it. my dad always said, if she don't finish, it don't count. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say your are differently. If I finish, <laughs> if <laughs> I finish, it counts. <laughs> if it was consensual, if I finish, <laughs> yeah. that's it going on. The... <laughs>
2: that's why oh, yeah. Now, like,
0: now, this is my favorite one. Oh, shit. I got the text too, so yeah.
1: I, I knew that's, that's why. Get it in there. All right.
2: That's what my this, dad told me too.
1: This, Man, year's, this year's Justin
0: I'm, Jefferson. I need to
1: be going first on
0: this one. And what I mean by uh, this year's Justin Jefferson?
1: Know.
0: We know the top three wide receivers. We know Devontae Smith, Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle. Who is that other wide receiver? Uh, okay. That's going to elevate and potentially, possibly be the best receiver of this
1: class. Anybody? Kadarius Tony, man. Ooh. From Florida. 70 receptions, almost put up 1,000 yards, 10 TDs, average 14 yards of catch, could take it short and go long, could go long and catch it deep. Strong hands. He's a, Jeff- he's a Justin Jefferson this year. Okay.
2: Anybody? Yeah. I know. Yeah, it's tough. It, it is. I mean, you, I, I'm gonna let everybody go because I got my. I just want to see what everybody who who who's gonna say what. I, mean, <laughs> I, hmm, hmm, hmm. I can't. I
1: can't let Fonz. I felt like Fonz was gonna steal that one.
3: Uh, yeah, I, there's an option too. <laughs> I have a. I had a. I had a sleeper option that could, if he goes to the right spot, if he's drafted in the later rounds. Wait, Tylen Wallace from Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. Yeah, I, do yep. like, I, do, I like. like that. He he had a. Injury a year ago, but he came back. He was really good in Oklahoma State this year. I listen if, if it's like goes to later rounds again to the right system, yeah, it's potential. That's a, I mean, that could be a sleeper pick for me. That, that's I'm, I'm gonna go different from the other guys that, that probably everyone else will mention here. I'm gonna go with Wallace.
0: Well, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. But since my guy Reef said it, it's gonna be
3: Terrence Marshall.
0: Terrence Marshall. Yep. It's gonna be Terrence Marshall. Terrence Marshall. It's Marshall. Same, same school because. The 40 time. The 40 time helped me.
5: Yes. I'm like,
0: okay, you're faster than what I thought you were. And I believe you're going to go later than a lot of people will presume that you go. So you're going to go to a better team. Expectations are going to be less and you're going to be able to explode, kind of like Justin Jefferson. I believe Terrence Marshall is going to be that guy. And he might go to the Saints and, oh, my God. Folk,
4: okay. That sucks because <laughs> I wanted to say parents, Marshall. You was so taking too hard. I I, I had a, well, it was like I'm, I have a backup plan. <laughs> I'm going to say Sage Surratt, Wake Forest.
2: Yeah,
4: I like him. Um, <laughs> this is a guy. Look, last se- it's very hard to hit on your sleeper picks, and last year I hit on both my sleeper picks offensively and defensively. I hit on Tyler Johnson, wide receiver from Minnesota. Guess what? He wound up playing in the Super Bowl and being a Tom Brady's go to guy when he really needed a pass. And LeJarius Sneed from Louisiana Tech. Guess what? He was also in the Super Bowl. (laughs)
2: That hurt him so
4: bad. (laughs) I'm like, wow, I hit. I don't know how I'm going to follow this up because Mm -hmm. the previous three years, I sucked at picking a, a, a sleeper guy. But I think St. Surratt possesses everything you want from a wide receiver. He's uh, 6'2", 215, 220, still a little light, need to put a little weight on. But he ran a 4'5". He's very good at getting after the ball. He's very good at getting separation. He's a guy that, in a Justin Jefferson position, where he would be a number two wide receiver, being Mm -hmm. capable of playing both in the outside and out of the slot. Mm -hmm. can actually progress dependent on the team that he goes to because again Jefferson's success was also dependent on where he went and the team and the offense that he was going into Mm -hmm. I think Sage Sherratt could be a guy that could potentially be that next Justin Jefferson where we're going oh wow I thought that guy would be good but man He's really good. I like Rashad Bateman, but mm-hmm. Tyler Johnson was there last year.
0: Mm-hmm. AJ is uh Elijah Moore your guy.
2: I really really like Elijah Moore, but he's I know. my guy. I would really re- I we love Elijah
0: Moore. We and, love and, and we love Elijah Moore. I, I, I think it, depending depending on where he go, he's going to eat in that slot. No. I mean, oh my god. He's going to terrorize who, whichever team he goes to, and I hope it's a good team that utilizes the like, slot
2: bro if he if he's in that rams offense or something like that where everybody's a <laughs> plot receiver oh, oh yeah oh man oh my, oh my god Well, oh, yeah who'd you get'm of course i'm gonna sound a little bit biased here but he's had some he's had some of the worst quarterback play his entire career in college and he was still basically a 50 yard touchdown waiting to happen. 6'4", Tamori and Terry out of Florida State, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, he oh, – like, like oh, literally God. some of the worst quarterback oh, play in the ACC that you could have, and he would – like, and he still led the nation in, you know, plus 20 and 30-yard touchdowns. I think if you get – like, he's going he's gonna to drop to maybe the fourth round, fifth round, and uh, I, I think a team that's actually has some potential is going to scoop him up, and he's going to kill. Like – if, if he just drops in the Packers or somebody like that, pick him up, and you drop that four-four speed in that offense. Guess he has some refining issues that he has to have with his route running. His route but, running is right. He got
1: curves but, but, on his route running. But,
2: but but that's but that's what you want in those later rounds. And I think with proper coaching, with that size speed combination, and you give him a quarterback that's going to get him engaged, I think you got. I think you got somebody that's going to that's going to dominate. He'll wind up being
4: better than Rugs, and you'll get better value for him.
1: Mm. Mm. Rugs, yeah. Well, I, I, Rugs, Rugs could have been used. Could have been better though. So it's like I, I just hate yeah. it because I feel like Rugs, Rugs can go somewhere and still be productive. It, it shouldn't mm. be written off. But of course, if he stays in that same type, <laughs> nothing's gonna in that happen. Graveyard, yeah. That that gra- so that Gruden <laughs> <that groovy> graveyard. <laughs> and someone, someone said it last week. I think that you know on I think it was on one, one of the, one of our podcasts they just said you know that Gruden wasn't who the Raiders thought, you know. And No, but Ruggs is
4: very similar to a guy that I watched uh uh, uh to the Raiders draft year after year, guys that yeah. had that Blazing speed and James Jett was yeah. a guy that came to yeah, mind. I yeah. looked at Ruggs and I'm like, wow, uh, that's exactly what they're going for. A guy that James Jett. they're not going to develop the guy. I just I, want I a guy like that could get can do, down the field.
1: I feel like he could do other things though. But like you said, they're not going to develop him. That's their fault. Before we wrap it, before we
0: wrap this up with uh, Fogg's uh, last question, you know, his sleepers in,
3: you know, offensive defense.
0: <laughs>
3: Let's go ahead. Let's talk about Kellen Ma. I'm i I'm a fan of Mond. I think... He, if he goes to the to the right spot as like a day two, uh, three, like a like for a team like say the Steelers that doesn't need to play right away, I think he can develop nicely at a, at a solid organization. He he had some struggles early on at Texas, uh, Texas A and M, 2020. He played very well, very consistent. I think if he goes to the right spot, could be a good development as a backup, maybe potentially be a starter if he develops right. I'm I'm a fan of mine. I think. He's a sleeper in the quarterbacks. Like, when you rank them,
2: okay. I agree. I actually would like to see Kellen Mond go somewhere like Carolina because they're not locked into Sam Mm Darnold. Sam Darnold, he even though they got him, he's a high like he's a high risk. You know, I mean, he's a low risk, high reward kind of you know guy. But that doesn't stop them from bringing in a quarterback like Kellen Mond. So I do like Kellen Mond with some of the uh, options that Carolina has, and then also washington football team i think that would be a good place for him to kind of come in compete you got ryan fitzpatrick there you got heineke but you're not locked into any of those quarterbacks so yeah and stop saying pittsburgh because i'm not gonna bring that up like why but (laughs) (laughs) but um, i I think i think keller has a lot of potential to go quite a few places and, and kind of sit back learn a little bit refine his game a little bit it'd be a problem
1: well I will say Pittsburgh, when I agree with you also with Washington football team. Um, I just feel like especially late, if you can if you can get a decent quarterback late on your roster, especially if you are a team like Washington football team, you don't we don't have more than, you know, I don't think eight million guaranteed at the quarterback position. So it's like, Hell yeah, bring him in. You feel me? And even if it's not this year, you know, it's for the future because Fitz is only on a one-year deal. Um, and I think Heineke is on a, a two-year deal that may void. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I like him. I felt like he was productive at A&M. Um, was he perfect? No, but I feel like he does have the tools. I feel like he can make the throws. I feel like he understands how to how to use the pocket. Um, and I feel like he can he can he can get deeper into his progression. Is he perfect? No, but I like him. I, it's something about him. I just like you know, and I like that. I kind of like that tier of a quarterback. I feel like to me yeah. that's a more safer. I, so something about it, that tier for me. So I like him. I know, we, think- didn't the, um, I know mm-hmm.
0: we didn't touch on
2: the. I know we didn't touch on the. Go ahead, go ahead, AJ. My fault. Do you, do you think that with Matthew Stafford only really necessarily having two years left on his deal? Los Angeles Rams.
0: That's also that's a not place a bad option group? too. That's that's a good place. When when do they have a draft pick? I mean, it's
2: they have late one, don't they?
0: Okay, I I just don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe they do. I have, who knows what the yeah, Rams like, But <laughs> I don't know when they I don't know when they pick
4: twenty twenty two. I don't. I, I'm not sure. I would say the New Orleans Saints and Sean Payton. That's also good. You yeah, give exactly. Kellen Mond an opportunity um, where where he's going to be able to get developed in an offense that would fit him, mm-hmm. that's very similar to what he ran in Texas AM. He winds up in the Saints. You can wind up having a solid
0: starting quarterback. What what happened to quarterback development? I know we didn't answer, I know we didn't go in deep into the, the there scouting question. With college football, the
4: college football there is no quarterback quarterback development. Very few teams do that. It's all about developing the quarterback in order to have success at the college level for those coaches to win now and secure the bag. That's all it's about. Bobby Bobby Petrino showed it the best with Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson progressed because he progressed on his own. Bobby Petrino didn't develop him. Uh, When you look at Josh Allen in Wyoming, Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson are two quarterbacks that still in the NFL right now in year four, going into year four, in their careers, are still learning how to play the quarterback position.
2: And here's and here's also my thing. Some sometimes these these coaches, we always hear that label. Oh, this guy, he needs refining here. He may be a project. He has potential, but this is if you know that, stop drafting these guys and putting them in the lineup right away. Andy mm-hmm. Reid looked at Patrick Mahomes and was like, he has some things that I can work with. Let's Beautiful let him sit. Yep. And then and then look what happened. It's just it, like we, we talked – the the thing on Justin Fields is oh he you know can't learn a playbook. Well, why would you start him right away? Let mm-hmm. him learn the playbook. Yeah. Let him learn how to get that NFL jargon down. There's a lot of there's a lot, there's a lot of quarterbacks that can't come in and actually get out the plays because when they go there, like in college, they're they're mm-hmm. holding up cards to call plays. Mm-hmm. They're looking to the sideline every time and they're calling plays because they don't even huddle. Mm-hmm. They don't even get in the shotgun anymore. So mm-hmm. if it, it, so, if you're gonna tell me I gotta come into a league and I gotta get in the shotgun now, I, I don't understand why you're asking, like why you're expecting me to know this already when I have to com- completely change my drop backs, completely do this, completely do that. So yeah, it's not even just about quarterback development in college because we've seen like college, the college football game is way more spread out than it is in the NFL. The NFL is trying to catch up, but coaches don't take the time to develop their quarterbacks. If I'm taking if I'm taking a first round quarterback, you can't get ready to fire me after two years with them, like, because I might not even stop. Like to me, you shouldn't even start him the first year if you feel like he has all those questions. Because mm-hmm. if we go talk about pro ready, yeah, then you can go ahead. But if you if you're not coming in, oh, he's the if you're not coming as the most pro ready quarterback, you might need to sit down for a little bit. Hold this clipboard. All
0: right, folks, take us out.
4: <laughs> so, listen, I got two guys. I, I do this every year. Like I said, I hit on Tyler Johnson and uh, LeJarius Need uh, last year. These are my two guys, offensive and defensively, that I think are my uh, are the biggest sleeper picks. Uh, this year, offensively, I'm going Quentin Morris, tight end from Bowling Green. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a guy that it, he's his NFL comp to me would be Brent Selleck. He knows how to make himself available for the quarterback. He exposes himself to the big hit in order to come away with the catch. He's a guy that works to pick up yardage after his reception. He's a good blocker. Uh, He reaches out. He attacks the football when the ball's thrown to him. This is a guy that I think he's probably the seventh or eighth best tight end uh, ranked-wise. But this is a guy that, in my opinion, if you give him an opportunity on a team, he could be a number two uh, tight end that can turn and develop into a number one tight end. My other got to go defensive side with this, and my other guy is is a guy we, we've been talking about cornerbacks. Um, I'm talking about a guy that I think is a much better better cornerback than uh, Greedy Williams out of LSU, and that's for Darius Williams. Okay. This is a guy who's got great size out of Oklahoma State. He wasn't the big interception guy. But what he did do was he prevented the best receiver on any team that he was playing against to get to the football. He understands how to break on a football. He understands how to read the quarterback. He understands how to read offensive sets and put himself in a position to defend the throw. This is a guy that will fight off blocks to stop running backs with Darius Williams and Quentin Morris are two guys that, in my opinion, are going to be sleeper picks this year that can actually wind up having solid to potential star NFL careers. I like it. I like it. Not bad. bad. Yeah, I do
5: like so,
1: it. <laughs> Anybody else? Anybody and, else? You so, got you? I, I got, I got uh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Cameron. I was gonna say, um, my offensive pick um, is Josh Palmer uh, from Tennessee wide receiver. Um, only had only had thirty three catches. Um, you know, had some injuries in college, but I just think that when he's on the field, when he was healthy, he got he, he's six He has the body. He can make those catches, and if he goes to a good team. Um, and I forgot where he, uh, you know, I, like I seen one mock had him going to the Saints. So it's like it, if he ends up with the Saints, you know, where well, they already got a good offense going. So was, I feel like he could be a break. He could have breakout potential there. Um, and defensive player,
2: um, you can go ahead, AJ. I'll come back to my defensive player. All right. Well, well, my, well, my defensive player is Milton Williams out of Louisiana Tech. Uh, he's a defensive interior guy, but I mean, he, he's <laughs> huge, six three. You know, two eighty four had you know some really good production. Ran a four six two at two eighty. You know, so I think he has the athleticism and he has the production. But also like at a for, for offense. He's a he's a smaller guy, five ten, but he showed out at the Senior Bowl. Uh, K. Johnson out of South Dakota State. Mm-hmm. And so playing in that. Um, you Know that senior bowl against some of the higher level competition, uh, he was pretty much unguardable, you know, yeah. with it with his speed and the way he was getting separation. So, I really think that uh, Kay Johnson and Milton Williams are going to be two late around guys and names that you're going to hear about may not be next year, but give us some time, they really going to show up.
4: I think, uh, AJ would Williams Milton Williams. I hey. think, uh, I, th- I don't. I don't think he's going to be a D tackle. I think he's going to wind up being an edge rusher because of his size. He's going to have to fill out, but he's got the versatility. Like you just said to absolutely Mm. do that. And he can actually be a three or four technique guy in a three, four or four, three defense. Yeah.
1: Rashad Weaver was my defensive guy um, from Pittsburgh edge rusher. I mean, he's a second round talent. Um, but he could fall, um, and if he does fall, listen, um, <laughs> you, you get a guy like that. Um, I think he had three forced fumbles last year, uh, seven and a half sacks. So he's, you know, like I said, if he could be that guy that you're not paying attention to in, in his rookie year, he could definitely be a problem. Uh, but got to go to a coach, like we've been saying all night, who knows how to play him to his strengths, because he's not just a guy that you could just sit in there and just say, go. He has uh, particular strengths when he rushes the football. So you got to play him to those. And he can be successful. He's definitely a sleeper. We'll see. Um, so, you get.
3: so I'll go with defense first. I'll go Paulson Adebo, the cornerback from Stanford. Yeah, I, yeah. So I, I, so I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> no, sat out all of last season, Uh Really kind of hurt his draft stock here. Probably go down to the third or fourth round. But bare corner, six one, one ninety. 190. I mean, you can take the gamble on there in the later rounds to develop him. Maybe potentially be a starting corner or the nickel guy. But mm-hmm. I got for offense. because You know, it's weird because I, I have a lot of ties with Buffalo because I have a lot of friends in that area. So I watched a lot of, some Buffalo football games. Jared Patterson, mm-hmm. the yeah. running back, due toward eight touchdowns mm-hmm. in one game, 19 <laughs> touchdowns total. Yeah. And, could be a, a late-round day-three pick, but, I mean, mm-hmm. put him in that backfield power back, I think keep an eye on him wherever he goes. Obviously, not going to be your starter right away, bell cow, but put him in the right spot with a lot of other running backs, I think he'd be a good spot to even bring him in Pittsburgh or even the Buffalo Bills because he's used to playing in that cold weather. That'd be perfect. So keep, keep an eye on Patterson. See, the thing about it is Greg Newsom is,
0: is who I think Eric is referring to. I love him, but I think he's a first round talent. So I wouldn't consider him a sleeper. But I definitely love him. I would, you mm-hmm. know, you know, I, I pray he hope he falls to the second to the Cowboys. But I believe he's a first round talent. And that's why I wouldn't consider him a sleeper. If Greg
4: Newton and Rodarius Williams are like they're not that far off when you yeah. talk about the top three with Sertain, yeah. Farley, and Horn. Mm-hmm. There's a separation. But the guys that they have in
0: front of Newsom and williams i'm like yeah nah i don't see it <laughs> no, no it's it's all system guys at that point like once it's that's when you pick and choose when you get out of that first round that's when you can go system guys and go say hey right, this guy can fit in my system way better than that guy can fit in my system and but that's out of the first round i'm going my sleeper tyler shelvin uh-huh. lsu bro Man he gonna do his damn job, bro. he yeah. gonna eat up whoever. Yo, your linebackers gonna love him. Mm-hmm. And the defensive end beside him is gonna love him. Mm-hmm. he gonna eat up whoever's in front of him. He you got to block him with you, guys. He's 360. Yeah. 360. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you say, like you say. So all I know, I ain't I ain't expecting him to do nothing but eat up blocks. Yeah. And that's all I want mm-hmm. him to do. Do your damn job. Yeah, and man. that's going and, and that's gonna benefit. Their entire defense, because like I said, your is going to be able to go free, and your the defensive end beside him is going to be able to go go one on one. I know everybody fell in love with his pro day, but I don't think he's getting the offensive love that he should. Rondell Moore, like I know we praise Elijah Moore,
1: Besides, man.
0: We praise Elijah Moore with his route running in the in the slot, that
2: yeah. athleticism that Rondell Moore showed in the flight i'm not afraid of the size in uh, the flight but it's it's the size and the injury history i believe for me that i'm kind of and, and where he's projected to go mm-hmm. i'm kind of i'm kind of i'm kind of hesitant to to say that um he was actually on my list of bust candidates but Man. i didn't want to put that on him but Dang. you know
1: <laughs> i think that um but the fact that he does have the injury history is going to help him be that sleeper that hill is talking about. Um, because I feel like he is going to drop, um, to where he below where I feel like he should be drafted at, but I feel Mm -hmm. like it, that's going to help him to go to a good team. And if he is healthy, I think he could be productive.
0: Like you said, you put him in that slot with that athleticism, that Mm -hmm. injury, that injury history is definitely scary. I'm, I'm not going to shy away from that. So, but that's why he's a sleeper. I'm projecting that you know, you know, hopefully he get it together. Help. Yeah. As, as like I said, you'll be the third option. Mm-hmm. You know, as a slot.
1: You had enough so... time to be healthy by now. <laughs> so,
4: so he he'll be Dante Hall, the human joystick.
2: <laughs>
0: hey. throwback. That's right that's, there. that's that's productive
1: as hell hey, too. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> Some
0: production. So guys, this was a fun one. You know. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Do this again. You know, I like it. Go ahead, plug plug your shows, plug plug your Instagram, plug everything you need, to plug.
3: Oh, I'll let you go first. Uh, I'll let you go first with the uh, plug. Yeah, because because Fonz is like the yeah, uh, intro of Star Wars. Yeah, yeah I,
4: I, listen, I don't have a, a lot. Follow me at uh at the Fog uh you know, on Instagram. Follow me at uh, Objectively Bias Sports, my Facebook page. Uh, the Objectively Bias Sports podcast. You can find that on Spotify and Apple. And uh, 4QQ, fourth quarter quarrel. You can find that on YouTube. You can find that on uh, uh, Facebook. Uh, we have a Facebook page. Hey, I keep it simple. I keep it real. I keep it true.
1: <laughs> I like it. it.
3: Talk about it. And you can check out all of my stuff with uh, JDF Sports, where uh, you get your podcast, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube also for our live shows. Uh, I have Four Corners of Wrestling show every Thursdays at 7. We have other shows like Buckets, uh, Wednesdays, at, at Wednesdays at 7, Puck Off, Fitz Lounge, and the whole deal. I also have my own podcast, Slickback Kickback Report, available wherever you get your podcast. Also on YouTube as well. Uh, it's pretty much all with JDF Sports and uh, Slickback Kickback Report. That's my plugs. Sure. Well, y'all know y'all can catch us on all major podcast platforms,
0: 3ManWeave, Instagram, Twitter, 3ManWeave underscore. You can email us at weave at gmail.com.
1: That's it. Let's get it. Episode 104. Shout out to um, fans and the Fog. We really appreciate the love, fellas. Y'all can pull up anytime. Yo, fella, this was great. I appreciate this. Thank you so much. <laughs>
3: <No> <laughs> problem, no problem. Yeah, Thank you, guys. This was, I, I had a blast
5: doing this. If you ever need this me was... back on here.